solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I guess Tyreek Hill is the best deep threat receiver in NFL history. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't guess that. You no, don't guess I, it at all. I'm just saying because apparently NFL Twitter, that was a real debate. No, that, that was, the, that was, was the wide receiver. Like, like what? The reason why it's not even a competition. I mean, yeah, let's first of all, let's not skip over Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who do not know what Deshaun Jackson has done in his career, go check out the season where he only caught, uh, what was it, 47 catches and averaged 22.5 yards per catch. And that was 47 the year? 47 catches that year. He got him 1,000 yards. And that, was, catches. and that was also the year that he was coached by David Cully. I wanted to throw that in as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but with that being said, Cody, where, where are we today? Locked on Texans, the Thursday installment. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, my name is Cody Davis, along with the greatest co-host in the world, John, some sports guy, Hickman. And on today's show, we are going to discuss the latest roster move by Nick Casario, who decided to add another quarterback to this roster. And then later on in the show, John and I are going to look and analyze Tyrod Taylor, the potential that he has as the Texans starting quarterback, and why I feel that it's a little bit disrespectful to say that the Texans are going to be the worst team in the league with him potentially under center for the entire 17-game season. And then we're going to wrap up the show looking at not the latest news surrounding Deshaun Watson, but we actually had an opportunity to see Deshaun Watson work out on Instagram. Unfortunately, I know Watson and Instagram, that is not two things that you want to hear right now, but he reposted a couple videos of him working out. Plus, Pro Football Focus started off their series ranking the top 32 players at every single position, and Deshaun Watson came in pretty high on the list, but I do believe everything that he is going through off-field is part of the reason why he came in at this number. But before we get started, I do want to tell everybody that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So John, can you please tell the listeners who is the latest Houston Texan who signed with this organization late yesterday afternoon? Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll, quarterback out of Florida, signed a one-year deal worth up to 2.5 million dollars and so now this i guess we can call it crowded quarterback room is filled with tyrod taylor now jeff driscoll uh ryan finley davis mills and deshaun watson who is you know technically still under contract uh driscoll will be with his fourth team in as many as four seasons uh, spending 2018 with the Bengals, 2019 with the Lions, and 2020 with the Broncos, with only one start in each of the last three seasons. So uh, he has some experience in the league, 28 years old, originally drafted in 2016 by the 49ers, 
Uh, had 432 yards passing and three touchdowns, along with two picks in three games worth of action last season with Denver. Driscoll's deal comes with a $1 million base salary. $500,000 is guaranteed with a $250,000 signing bonus, $500,000 in per game roster bonuses. So that's the breakdown of his contract. Worked up to $2.5 million. Uh, played some time last season with the Denver Broncos, who struggled at the quarterback position. Threw three interceptions, two picks, 432 yards uh, in three three games. A journeyman across the NFL. Uh, that's who Houston brought in to, you know what they call it, create competition. Uh, I, I'm not, this isn't, this, for me, it, it's not anything that I absolutely care about. Um, and I only say that because not I, I'm not saying I don't care about the move or that I don't care about the signing. I just don't think this will have a real impact. And uh, this, these are the things we talk about right now. Like we're talking about a lot of the things that may or may not have impacts. Jeff Driscoll isn't one of those. Highly doubted. Like just like Ryan Finley, I highly doubted that they will see. Uh, any action in the 17 game season. So, uh, but you know, we, we did just add another quarterback to the roster. To me, first of all, let me say I do agree with you. This signing of Jeff doesn't do anything for me. However, it does kind of let me know. It, it's, it's sort of giving me the sense that there is a possibility that we might not see Davis Mills this season. And if that is the case, I would be okay with that. And I say that only because, you know, coming into the NFL, Davis Mills have had probably the least experience out of anyone on the college level, out of any quarterback on the college level. He, Like we always say, he only played 14, 15 games in a three-year span. Last year, he only played five. I really do believe that this year, He's going to red shirt and learn the game of football on the NFL level. Right now, the Texans do have five quarterbacks on their roster, but when you really break it down, they really just have three because yes, the Sean Watson name is literally just a name on the roster as of right now. We know he's not going to be part of this organization come the start of the 2021 season. Davis Mills, he's going to be red shirting unless there is a significant amount of injuries that take place. Also, as Houston creates more room uh, for the quarterback group, they also has done the same for the secondary Texans signed Shaheem Carter, who was actually working on being a coach, uh, was a graduate assistant for the University of Alabama when he tried out for the Texans at their rookie uh, minicamp over the weekend. Um, but he played for Nick Saban, went undrafted in 2020, signed with the Jets last season, but failed to make the team. He had 100 tackles, six tackles for loss, three picks, and a pair of interceptions returned for touchdowns when he played for Alabama. I can't help but think that maybe this is, you know, some somewhere down the line, Bill O'Brien looked out for a guy that's on the graduate assistant coaching staff now and was like, hey, you know what? Let me see if I can put in a good word with some of my buddies over at the NRG Stadium because we know Bill O'Brien is down in Tuscaloosa right now, part of uh, Nick Saban's coaching staff. But, you know, either way, Texas did booster up there. Secondary. They also worked out Ha Ha Clint Davis 
uh, Clinton Dix. I'm sorry, I thought about Ha Ha Davis, but they did work out Ha Ha Clinton Dix over the uh, weekend as well. So uh, one guy signed, waiting to see about the other. Ha Ha was a guy that I, you know, I really thought the Houston Texans should have looked at last season with all of the inconsist- inconsistencies. At secondary, I thought that's somebody who, you know, if you made a Pro Bowl in this league not too long ago, where we could still remember, bring him in. Uh, let's see what he can do for this defense. And this is all while, you know, understand this, Gary Conley is still out there. You know, no move has been made on Gary Conley. With who they have now, does Houston feel uh, that they just don't really need him? With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost three hundred fifty three. 99 at advance a big chain store but it only costs 216.79 at rockauto.com chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans. And John and listeners, I wanted to take a moment and kind of do somewhat of a deep dive into Tyrod Taylor. Because part of the main reasons why the general public feels that the Texans will be the worst team in the league next season is due to the quarterback or lack thereof that they have under center. And let me be the first one to say i understand it because we know what transpired last year we actually had a top five quarterback on our side who put together possibly one of the greatest quarterback seasons especially without a true number one receiver and that resulted in a 4-12 and season now you take into consideration that watson will no longer be a part of this organization and you're looking at a quarterback room that has three journeymen and a rookie who sort of has the potential to become something in this league but he lacked the college experience that might hinder him on this level however john you heard me say this before that i truly find it hard to believe that the texans are going to be the worst team in the league in 2021 and part of the reason why i feel that way is because and i might and i might be on the island with this 
You are. I, I do believe the disrespect towards Tyrod Taylor is a little bit ridiculous because first and foremost let me just say this is he as good or close as good as Deshaun Watson hell no he's not he's not even close to Deshaun Watson but you literally have people out here saying that there is a possibility that Davis Mills could be the starting quarterback for the Texans come week one of the regular season I personally do not see it because just like what I alluded to in the first segment this season nine times out of ten might be a red shirt year for Davis Mills and trust me ladies and gentlemen I am actually rooting for Davis Mills to become something for the Texans and in order for that to happen it might be best if he just takes a step back and I'm not going to say red shirt the entire 2021 season but at least I'm not expecting to see him until sometime after the bye week which comes smack dead in the middle of the season and with that being said I don't think people realize that Tyrod Taylor is still a quality quarterback, a quality starting quarterback. Let's just take a look at his career stats and analyze him as a quarterback really quick. In 72 career games with 47 starts, Taylor has put together a 24-21 and 21 record with only one tie. So that lets you know he has a winning record as a starting quarterback. He has thrown for a little over 10,000 passing yards, which, by the way, he has never been a quarterback who has been known to throw those deep balls. However, Tyrod Taylor knows how to excel in short passing routes, which means when you take a look at all the holes that the Houston Texans have on the defensive side of the ball, having a quarterback who can actually help you win time of possession that could give the Texans less time to put their subpar defense on the field might work out in the Texans' favor. And not only that, the guy has thrown for 54 touchdowns and 20 interceptions, which means he knows how to find a red zone and he take care of the ball. And I think the biggest misinterpretation when you start talking about Tyrod Taylor is the fact that he never really had an opportunity to prove what he can really do as a starting quarterback hell the guy began his career i believe the first four years of his career he was the backup in baltimore behind joe flacco and then you take a look at his last two stops of course one in cleveland and one in los angeles he never had a fair opportunity there because he was just used as a really quick bridge quarterback in order to get baker mayfield and justin herbert into the starting role the only time that he really had a true opportunity opportunity was the three years that he was the starting quarterback at Buffalo and during that time I also want to remind everybody that he did once again put together a winning record as a quarterback he became a pro bowler in 2015 threw for a little bit over 8,000 yards had 51 touchdowns and 14 interceptions all I'm saying is if he is given a fair opportunity at least for this season no i'm not sitting here saying that the texans should invest in tyrod taylor long term but if they give him a fair opportunity to become the starter and give him possibly the best chance he had since his career ended in buffalo in 2017 i'm pretty sure the houston texans are not going to finish with the worst record in the league with tyrod taylor under center so my question to you would be, who do you think would have the worst record? Like, who do you think off top right now is the worst team in the league? No question about it. I'm actually looking at two teams, the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets. 
I'm not a believer in, and yes, I understand that the Lions did go out and trade for Jerry Goff, and I do understand that the New York Jets did go out and draft Zach Wilson, which once again, mark my words, I do believe that's going to be a mistake on their part once again. I just think the Texans are at least better. As we are sitting here on May 20th, 2021, I do believe the Texans are at least better than those two teams. So if the Texans won four games with Deshaun Watson last year, what do you think they're ceiling for this team is this year. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not in the field. I'm not in the business of just like totally disregarding Tyrod Taylor. But I mean, we know what Tyrod Taylor is, and we we know what this team is. This is a rebuilding team. So I actually don't think it'd be the Detroit Lions. I, I think Detroit is getting. Uh, <laughs> I think I think people are really underestimating what Detroit can do this year for the Jets. I, I can see them being one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, but for Houston, when I when I look at how this team is made up right now, and then I also just understand that they only won four games with number four at quarterback. But but here's the thing: and wait, it, they also had Will Fuller for you know, a majority of the year last season. Uh, they also had JJ Watt for last season. They also had, uh, you know, they, they, they had players who are no longer with this team and they just only won four games. So what is the ceiling for a team that doesn't have those key pieces anymore that has a, a overhaul of new coaches, a new head coach, a new general manager, uh, what, what's the ceiling for a team that has so much new and what's the ceiling for a rebuilding team? It's, it has to be pretty low. So I, I, like I said, I'm not in a bit, I'm not in the business of like disregarding or disrespecting Tyrod Taylor. I love Tyrod when he came out of VTech. I, I thought that, you know, what we see out of Tyrod is what we would have gotten out of Tyrod the entire time. But to your point, he didn't get a lot of burn in Cleveland. He didn't get no burn in, in L.A. In both cases, he was brought in to be the bridge quarterback, to your point. So I'm, I'm like, what do we even know about Tyrod Taylor at 33, 34 years old to warrant him being respectable playing-wise, respectable enough to win more than what we think the Lions or what we think the Jets will win? And, and that's the question. And if he's not the guy, then who is the guy on the roster at quarterback? Or is this team going to be one of those teams that's led by the running game, led by the defense, which I don't think is going to happen? We just don't know much about this team right now because the overhaul of new players in, old players out, switching out, we don't know what we can really expect until we see preseason, which a lot of this stuff is just so too early to tell type of deals. But like I, 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 I do see Houston being the worst team this season. I know we keep harping on and it. And yes, this is part of the reason why everyone feels like the Texans are going to be the worst team in the league, because once again, Deshaun Watson, phenomenal season resulted in a four and 12 season. But at the end of the day, majority of those transgressions and part of the reason why the Texans did end up with a four and 12 record was due to the lack of defense that was on this team. They did not have a really good defensive coordinator. And a lot of guys outside of JJ Watt was terrible on the defensive side of the ball. And John, we talked about this multiple times here on this show that the players that the Texans brought in this offseason, 
you can make the argument that at least talent wise they're at least a tad bit better which means a lot of those one score games that they end up losing in 2020 could potentially go their way because think about it that was with Deshaun Watson at quarterback He's but once anymore. again that's not my argument for this statement my argument about the Texans not being the worst team in the league is due to the improvements that they made on defense even with the subpar offensive line even with a terrible run game which also which also improved with the addition of Philip Lindsay the offense wasn't the problem in 2020 it was the defense you take a look at the the players that Nick Asirio added Shaq Lawson Desmond King Jordan Jenkins those guys if they can stay healthy they will be able to bring something to the Texans defense that they did not have last year they had what eight or nine one score losses in 2020 if Houston had at least one of those guys last year to get a stop nine times out of ten you're looking at at least three or four more wins for the texans in 2020 that's why i kind of feel it's a little bit disrespectful to tyrod taylor to say the texans are going to be the worst team in the league because you have tyrod taylor under center when he when he has proven in his career he's at least a quality starting caliber quarterback I'm not saying that they're going to be in play for the playoffs. I'm just saying they're not going to be the worst team in the league. I, I agree with you, especially with the offensive line updates, upgrades, the defensive upgrades. If you want to, they, I mean, they are. And here's the thing about those defensive upgrades. They didn't necessarily bring in some home run guys. Just the guys that were on the roster last season was that bad. Do I think Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback that can, lead a franchise to more than four wins, that's a rebuilding franchise? The answer for me is always gonna be no. I wanna tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and of course, UFC and MMA action. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. And when you go, when you visit, make sure you use promo code locked on. Again, promo code locked on. Also, listeners, did you know that Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors? When you talk to a Bill Bar fan like myself, we're definitely passionate about our favorites because we like to share the good news that Bill Bar is not only one of the best tasting, but it's also the healthiest bar as well. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, but only four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry, mint brownie, or whatever flavor you like. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1515. And you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Jason Tatum put the Boston Celtics on his back and advanced them out of the play-in round. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. To close out this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, we're going to talk a little bit about the one guy who we thought we was going to watch under center for at least the next, what, five seasons? And of course, we're talking about Deshaun Watson. And on yesterday, Pro Football Focus began their series of ranking the top 32 players at each position. And of course, the first part of their series was 
the quarterback position. And coming in at number five was Deshaun Watson. Now, it is without a doubt that Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback. But, John, I just wanted to touch on this a little bit and say, and I, and I just wanted to pick your brains and listeners, you can tweet us, text us, and let us know how you feel about the situation. But even though Deshaun Watson came in at number five, I personally do feel that that is still a little bit too low. And I kind of feel, feel like the drama that's going on off the field, plus the uncertainty, knowing that he may or may not play football this entire season, might be the reason why he came in at number five. And the four quarterbacks who was ahead of him was Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. I understand that within that top five, he's the only one without a championship ring. But in 2021, Deshaun Watson is better than Tom Brady. And you can also make a case that he's better than Russell Wilson. Uh, you know what? You're, you're definitely being a homer right now. I'm not when being Tom a- Brady just won a Super Bowl. Tom it's recency a- bias, John. Just th- look he, at the season. just won a Super Bowl. Look at the season Deshaun Watson just had in 2020 with a subpar, no number one real receiver. The man led the league in passing yards. He finished the season with the second highest QB rating. He threw 33 touchdowns to finish 30 in, in passing completion, only trailing Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. So where do you rank him? Where do you rank him? Number three, only behind Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. There's no way in 2021... He is not better than Tom Brady. And like I said, you can make a case. It's a toss-up between him and Russell Wilson. But come on now. Yeah, you're being a homer. It's okay. It's okay, man. Hey, listen. It's okay. I get it. Um, I understand. How am I being a homer for a guy that's not even playing for us anymore? Hey, right now, he's technically under contract. He's working out, too, on Instagram. You saw I, I just think right now... I'm, I'm always, I'm not going to say always, but I'm taking Russell Wilson over Deshaun Watson. Russ is, is a, man, he's a phenomenal football player. And uh, I, I just love Russ's game and what he can do. Even when I look at Tom Brady, his last year in New England, where he had absolutely no help, he still threw for 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns and eight interceptions with nobody. Like, no, there was no name receivers everywhere for Tom Brady. And he still pulled up numbers. And then last year, over 4,600 yards, uh, 40 touchdowns, and 12 picks. And he also won the Super Bowl and had a phenomenal playoff run. I mean, when you look at that, yes, he's going to be ranked higher than Deshaun Watson. It's going to be. And it's okay. Like, I'm not – I'm like, Deshaun is great. He's an amazing. And last season was definitely an MVP caliber season. I'm not going to knock him at all. If, if the Texans' record was – flipped around if there was 12 and 4, then I think he would have been the MVP. It would have been the first of his career that maybe he'd win multiple in, but I'm I, I'm okay with him being at five right now. It's not a big deal. And with that being said, that concludes another installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And it seems like John and I did a lot of debating today. Rather, if we was debating Tyrod Taylor, 
the Houston Texans being the worst team in the league? Or where does Deshaun Watson rank somewhere in the top five of quarterback? Let us know who you agree with on Twitter, please. That's the only way John and I are going to sleep at night. We got our own little personal playing tournament going on. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy and follow us on Twitter at locked on Texans. Like us on Facebook. We're going to get out of here, but till tomorrow, you guys stay safe, stay fun. Enjoy Houston. And if the weather acts up today at some point, just stay safe guys. We really mean it. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.